KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Most of the campaign workers in the Ides of March worry about the polls. It's a political thriller, and polling is what people in contemporary politics do. I worried about my pulse, which stayed flat from the first scene to the last. That's less reflective of the filmmaking than the nature of the film. The director, George Clooney, has moved things along with as much verve as the writing allows. Quite a lot of verve, actually. And Ryan Gosling, who's never uninteresting to watch, stars as a whip-smart, idealistic media consultant to a Democratic governor running for president. The story is centered on the machinations of the underlings, so Clooney, as the governor, plays what amounts to a secondary role. The problem is the news the story brings. Almost everyone in politics, the film tells us, has feet plus brains and other vital organs of clay. That may be perfectly accurate. My sense as a news junkie is that it's completely accurate. But it isn't particularly original, and it's certainly not what we hunger for in these dispiriting, cynical times. Since this complaint amounts to dissing, if not quite blaming the messenger, I should also say that the movie works reasonably well as a political procedural concerned with basic principles, a step-by-fateful-step account of a supposedly seasoned operative learning how the system, including his own moral compass, really works. Ryan Gosling's consultant, Stephen Myers, would seem to be a true believer. In a scene with a reporter played by Marisa Tomei, Steve tells her that his candidate, Governor Mike Morris, is the only one who's going to make a difference in people's lives. At that point, it's hard to know if this is true or if the movie thinks it's true, since some of Morris's positions sound pretty dumb. He insists, for example, that we don't really need Arab oil anymore. And Steve's boss, Paul Zara, he's the campaign manager played by Philip Seymour Hoffman, he would seem to be cynicism incarnate. Both actors, needless to say, are extremely well-equipped to play variations on their characters' main themes, yet neither actor has great material to work with in the script that George Clooney, Grant Heslov, and Bo Williman adopted from a play written by Williman. That's one of the puzzles of this piece. The film has talent to burn. The cast includes Paul Giamatti as Zara's Republican counterpart, Tom Duffy, and Evan Rachel Wood as a campaign worker with a powerful father and an even more powerful hunger for adventure. You'd expect to see some electrifying encounters at the very least, but no such luck. Words fly, some of them medium-witty, but lightning never strikes. And the film, betraying its stage play roots on what must have been a limited budget, feels underpopulated. Marissa Tomei's reporter seems to be the only news person working the campaign in a Cincinnati whose streets are so empty that every day looks like Sunday. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.